I'm Maria Ramsey. And I'm Anna Barnard, and you're listening to Never Wear Boring Socks. Welcome back to Never Wear Boring Socks. We apologize for a lack of episodes the past couple of weeks. Things got busy um, because I came to Minnesota actually for Christmas where Anna is and we enjoyed some much needed cousin time and didn't record anything. But now we're back on track and we hope all of our listeners had a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. And speaking of the new year, um, we're going to be talking about resolutions this week. I know last time we said we were going to talk about traditions, um, but again, we got a little off track. So we're going to talk about traditions next week um, to balance out our little new year resolution frenzy. But anyway, um, resolutions are obviously a really big part of the start of the new year, um, and many people really like to set goals for themselves. with the hopes of improving their life in some way or another. So we're going to talk about when resolutions work and when they don't work, and then some tips to be successful with any goals you may make in this first week of the new year. But before we do that, what socks are you wearing, Maria? I'm wearing a new pair of socks that I got for Christmas for my mom. And they're blue and purple and gray and black. And they're sort of a, like, vaguely abstract design. I think it's a tree with maybe some buildings underneath it, like a little townscape underneath a tall tree with some roots. It's very cool. And they're made of recycled cotton. And they're very thick and cozy. And they just look wintry it feels very wintry here so that seemed appropriate they're cozy i feel like i need some cozy socks to get myself back into the real world after being in vacation world with anna for a while anna and the rest of our family which was really lovely but now i have to go back to work and start doing things again so i have my colorful wintry cozy socks to come with me Nice. That sounds fun. Yeah. What about you, Anna? My socks are not entirely um, unboring this week. They're kind of boring, but I have a reason for choosing them. Okay. Um, These socks are gray. They're kind of like a dark gray, and they're kind of like knit socks. They have like some ribbing and stuff. And I picked these because they're very warm and cozy. And it's very cold here right now. It's like zero degrees. It's been like below zero the past week. So I've been trying to wear warm things as much as possible. And I also got these socks out of my mother's sock drawer. And she's probably had them for a while. So they must have some history behind them. So that makes them a little mm. less boring. But I don't know what that story is. So I'll have to ask my mother where she got these socks. Right, but I'm sure they do have some interesting stories in them. Indeed, yeah. They've gone through some adventures with your mom. Exactly. But yeah, I did I did pick these socks for more practical reasons today. Mm-hmm. Because well, it's it is cold. cold. Yeah. Yes. 
Alrighty. So to start off our discussion on resolutions, we're going to talk really briefly about what our experiences have been with resolutions in the past. Um, so Maria, do you make resolutions each year or like some variation of that? And what do they usually look like for you? I do not usually make resolutions. I I feel like maybe I kind of thought about resolutions when I was younger, but I didn't really do much with them. And then the past couple of years, I've like kind of set sort of intentions and a couple of goals. So I've done a little bit of that. Last year, I actually just looked back at my journal slash planner from 2017 and found this list of goals that I made, like goals slash intentions. A lot of them are sort of big overarching things like be more Maria and don't shy away from difficult conversations and things like that, that like there was not really a practical way to apply them. It was just sort of a thing that I wanted to keep in mind. But I don't know that that's really a resolution exactly because it's not a practical, tangible thing that you can do. Um, and then I also, last year, I picked a few words kind of describing how I wanted to feel during the year to sort of guide my actions, which sort of worked, except that I didn't really go back and look at them very much or like think about them very much. And I think the thing with a New Year's resolution is that if you're trying to make a resolution or an intention for the entire year, you kind of have to keep revisiting it or just build it into your routine right away, because otherwise it's not going to stick for an entire year. But I also, I guess I didn't have like grand plans for any of these intentions. I just kind of wrote them out just as a nice way to start the year. And then I just went, went on with my life so i have kind of had like a similar experience to you and that like i haven't made a lot of concrete resolutions in the past um i feel like i've done a couple things each year that have really not lasted very long at all because i haven't really kept myself like accountable for it and i don't know if i've been motivated enough to do it um but I feel like last year, maybe, um, and possibly, yeah, maybe uh, mostly last year, I didn't necessarily make any resolutions, but I do think I was a little more intentional in not just, like, staying stagnant in what I'd always been doing, but trying to, like, take a few more risks and do more things that made me happy, um, and none of this I, like, decided I was gonna do or anything, it was just more kind of, like, a subconscious thing that I wanted to improve. Um, but that wasn't necessarily like a new year's resolution for me, but I've kind of developed a bigger sense of like consciousness in regards to resolutions, I think. And like what their actual outcome is rather than just like, it's the new year. So let's do something new sort of thing. So I'm kind of in the same boat as you with that. Um, mm -hmm. But it sounds like both of us have, I've got, some things that I'm doing this year as well. And so we can both talk about the things that we're doing at the end of the episode to give you guys a little concrete inspiration moving forward. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. 
So let's talk a little bit about why resolutions don't always work the way we want them to, because I think for a lot of people, a trend is that you set goals for yourself and they never really get fulfilled. Um, And I think there's probably yeah. a few reasons for that. Yeah. I, I was talking to my boyfriend yesterday. He had just gone to the gym and he was like, it was so packed, like there were no machines to work out on. And I was like, I bet it's because everyone is still following their resolutions. But like, obviously, he had no problem with that in December. (laughs) That's funny. So people didn't make it that far. Right. And like, I wonder how soon it's going to be till like, it gets back to normal. (laughs) Right. Like, sadly, probably not that long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or maybe not sadly. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe that's okay. Yeah. Maybe it is okay to not force gym going on yourself yeah it's different for maybe everyone. it's not your thing yeah exactly well that let's transition into one of the reasons why this doesn't work um that kind of goes along with that is um we are not motivated enough to do our goal or we don't remember our motivation for it i feel like sometimes like one of a like a very common goal for people is to go to the gym more and like exercise more and be healthier um but i don't know the, the way to, for people to get healthy is just so different for different individuals and so that's so and true I, and i also think that that goal is kind of like imposed by what we see in general like in our culture and in our society is that like to be healthier you go to the gym or whatever um, which like works really well for some people, which is great, but like not for everyone. And so if you decide you're going to go mm-hmm. to the gym, but you're not really like a gym person, then that's not really going to like fully motivate you to do it. Um, and if you are a gym person, but you're not reminding yourself why you want to go to the gym more, it's not just, I want to go to the gym. It's probably, you want to be healthier. You want to be more fit, um, et cetera, et cetera. Or you just want to have something that uh, kind of creates some sort of routine for you. For some people, like, going to the gym kind of just regulates them. I know that works for me, and that's why, like, exercising works for me well, is because a lot of times it just kind of clears my mind. So it's different for mm-hmm. everyone, but, like, remembering your motivation is really important because there's going to be a lot of days where you don't want to go. And if you don't, aren't able to kind of come back to the reason why you're doing it in the first place, then why would you go anyway? Yeah. When I think, you know, like I talked at the beginning about kind of picking a feeling that you want to have in the new year, that's something that I've experimented with. And I think that that can be really helpful in these cases in helping you remember your motivation. So like maybe you want to feel really healthy and that's why you're going to the gym because going to the gym actually does make you feel healthy. And if it doesn't, then like you're not gonna keep that goal and maybe that's okay because for you something else would make you feel healthier but i think it's good to remember like what you're actually want to get out of this resolution not just i want to go to the gym for the sake of going to the gym i want to go to the gym because i want to feel this way so like even if you don't go to the gym you could do something else that will make you feel healthy or something like that exactly yeah and along with that um a lot of times the reasons why our goals don't work is because we just set unreasonable goals. And that, again, can go along the lines of 
it doesn't really work for us, like the goal we're setting for ourselves. Um, but sometimes we just set goals that are too ambitious, um, or goals that aren't like necessarily attainable in um our current schedule. Um and that can be really hard because we put these idealistic standards on ourselves and we're like, it's the new year, I can do anything, like I'm gonna make this work and obviously we don't make it work because it's not reasonable for us to make it work and then right. we get really bent out of shape that we didn't make it work um which just isn't productive yeah or even if it was reasonable like say your goal was to write a novel and like maybe that's not reasonable for some people because that's a big project but like maybe it is but you need to focus on smaller things like write this many pages every day instead of just just focusing on this novel that you're going to write and then like waiting until December to do it and then you don't have time. Right. You need methods to come back to. Yeah. If your goal isn't motivated by like a certain action. I mean, if you're like, I'm going to be more healthy and then you just have in your brain that you're going to like eat better and exercise more. I mean, if you don't have a specific plan for that, it's not necessarily going to work. Right. And that's but definitely been the case for me. Yeah. I think having specific and like more baby step type goals for each day can be helpful for a lot of us. Yeah. To go along with these overarching ones. To right. break them up a little. No, I like how you talk about like littler goals or just little steps that we can take. I mean, because not only do we need certain concrete actions that we can take, but you're right that goals will probably work better if we don't try to accomplish them all at once, even if we do have a set plan to accomplish them. It's probably better to do it kind of spread out um, yeah. and kind of transition into the goal, too. Another reason why I think it's so hard for people to do it is that the new year comes and then we're like, everything's going to change right now! And right. we just try to, like, impose this entirely new schedule or plan on ourselves, which, for some reason, the world thinks that, like, the new year is, like, automatically gonna just make that work for us. But that's, like, not really a right. reasonable thing to believe. That's true. And I think also, like, sometimes we want to see results right away. So maybe these people going to the gym, like, if they kept going for the whole year, they might feel healthier but if they only exercise for three days and they're like i don't feel any better i quit like <laughs> you have to give it some time and sort of take it one day at a time i think even if you have an overarching goal definitely yeah that's totally true no I, we get impatient with them really fast mm -hmm. because again it is such a big change to our schedule and so we want to make sure that like that effort is worth it i think and so if we aren't seeing immediate results, then we just lose faith yeah. in our goals and our processes. So commitment is important. And I think that also goes along with the idea of motivation. If, you're, if you don't pick a goal that you're really motivated to do, then it's going to be really hard to like stay committed to it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, so what about when resolutions do work? Yes, exactly. So resolutions definitely work for some people. Um 
And I think there's a few reasons why. One of them, I mean, on the flip side of like them being unreasonable, is that they should be attainable goals. Um, and that there should be a concrete method behind them. So I know like in past years I've told myself, like, you should be a kinder person. But if I don't have any sort of way to be kinder or I don't institute some kind of practice for me to do that, it's really vague mm-hmm. um, and really hard to follow through on. And then if I have a day where I'm not kind to people, then I can just beat myself up and completely get off that goal and just be like, well, this is stupid. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And then it doesn't work. So there needs to be some kind of exercise um, behind goals that are trying to curate some kind of feeling or emotion rather than like a concrete, like Mm -hmm. visible or physical goal that you have to um, either one needs some kind of method or plan behind them, not just like a single intention, um, Mm -hmm. unless your resolution is more intention based and it's more something you want to keep in the back of your head, which for some people works fine. It sounds like that's kind of how your intention works. Um, yeah, although I do think there are going to be like, I have to think of concrete ways to bring it into my life because if I just like write down my word once and then forget about it it's not gonna really do much I think it's something that I'm gonna have to reflect on continuously throughout the year or the month or however long I decide that this is gonna be my word so that could be even just like journaling about like how did I embody this word this week or something, or maybe thinking of one way that would help me feel more of that and trying to do that every day. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And another thing that kind of goes along with that is, um, again, remembering why we want to accomplish the goal. And I think for some people that could be writing down um, each day why you want to do it. Like every single day, just remembering. Or if you want to write down some sort of phrase that motivates you and put it in a place where you can see it all the time. Um, but if you lose the motivation, I mean, that like that's the whole reason why you're doing it. So you need some kind of reminder of that. And I think goals work best when you're constantly reminded of it and constantly motivated by that um, rather than just um, kind of like mindlessly doing the exercise that you set out for yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. And I like that to keep like keep rewriting your motivation or to put a reminder somewhere. And in terms of the reminder, I feel like it's also helpful to change up your reminder cuz sometimes I'll like put a little motivational sticky note in front of my desk and then I just get so used to it as part of the landscape of my desk area that I don't even notice it anymore. Oh, for sure. That's totally true. Yeah. Well, and along with that, like maybe your motivation will change. Um, yeah. With your goal, yeah. like maybe you'll want to be healthier for your own sake, and so you're working out so you can be healthier. But then you decide you want to work out later on um, for your mental health rather than just your physical health, or you decide to work out um, so you can be a healthier person, not just for yourself but for your family members or whatever mm-hmm. and so like yeah you can always adjust your motivation there can always be more than one motivation for your resolution but yeah i think updating your motivation is always important whether that be just like 
the visual aspect of it in whatever space you're in or the actual motivation itself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And we talked about this a little bit, but there needs to be planning behind the resolution. I think a lot of times it's January 1 and we're like, I'm going to do this and this and this. All right, like, here we go. We're jumping in feet first and we're going to do it. But if there's no planning behind it, it's really hard to feel like there's any possible way that you can accomplish it. Um, I think even if you set out a plan, even if you don't follow the plan, at least if you have this plan set out, like, you know, there is a method for you to achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. Where if if you don't make any sort of plan, then you're kind of left up in the air. Um, so even if you decide that, like, I want to be healthier and more fit, so I'm going to exercise, like, five days a week or whatever. Like, that is a method, like, a concrete method that you can do. Um, and it's fairly straightforward and achievable. But the problem is, if you don't take a little more time to say... How is this going to fit in my schedule? Like, when am I going to exercise? What kind of exercises am I going to do? Like, do I need some kind of, like, personal trainer or whatever? Do I need to go with someone else so I can keep myself accountable? I think, like, really covering all your bases and thinking of not just, like, the broad picture, but, like, details that are going to help you achieve your goal each day is really important Mm -hmm. in planning it out. Yeah, and I think it's helpful to think about, like, what will make it easier for you to... Um like keep that habit in place we've talked about this a little bit before but like we're kind of lazy creatures that if something is you know if it's hard to get to your sneakers you might not put them on and go for a walk outside so like one of the things i kind of intended to do last year that i totally did not do was send birthday cards to people i really wanted to like send birthday cards to a lot of the people that i care about but and i I wrote down some birthdays, but I think that the, like, maybe the, what am I trying to say here? The obstacle of getting the addresses and actually writing them on time. And I just didn't make it easy for myself. So maybe if I, like, got all the addresses right now or, like, wrote in my calendar, get addresses for February birthdays now or something. And, like, got out the cards to write. Something like that. That makes it just so much easier to do the thing that you want to do. Exactly. Yeah, well, right, the easier you easier you make it on yourself, like, the more you're going to be able to achieve it. It's You also, mm-hmm. you don't just want it to be, like, this difficult thing that you're going to, like, overcome. Like, you can make it, like, you can facilitate the process for yourself. Right. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that you're not accomplishing some difficult overcoming some difficult obstacle like you still are you're just making it easier for yourself to accomplish it right which is a good thing exactly and i think the more you think about it and plan it the more you can get excited for it and the more you really flesh out not just the way you're going to do it but why you're doing it which again is really important in knowing why you're going to do it because that's going to keep you motivated um and so i just think thinking about it really thoroughly is going to be really important for you like sticking with it because if it's really ingrained in your brain and you really have a method um then i think you'll be more successful than if you didn't do that yeah but it is going to take some time for you to set aside and one more thing too is i also really liked how you used the word habit 
in describing um the like the way you someone will achieve their goal each day because i almost think that's another way that you can frame it that will make it easier for you and that's how i'm trying to like approach my goals this year is creating habits for myself yeah so like even though it's going to be hard for the first like month or two maybe if i really start just like doing it every day then eventually it'll be like second nature and so then it'll be a habit instead of like something i have to do um right and we talked about something you have to think about yeah we talked about this with um rebecca when she was on um but the idea that the more habits you can make the better because then you don't have to think about making those decisions um like decision making takes up so much time in our day and if we can just develop habits and say okay like i'm doing this every day whether i like it or not instead of being like well should i do this like what time should i do it if you just develop the habit it is more efficient and it just gets you to do it more so i think maybe thinking about it in that way if you have something that you're doing every day or on a schedule can um make it a little easier for yourself as well yeah i definitely agree I have a hard time implementing habits sometimes. It's challenging. It is. Maybe another podcast episode we can talk about that. Definitely. So a few other little concrete things um, for keeping resolutions that we want to talk about. Um, One of them that we have talked about countless times before is keeping a journal. (laughs) Our Um, favorite. (laughs) Keeping a journal is good because you can record your progress, which is really helpful. Um, you can make like little trackers for yourself if you want to, or even just write down like in a sentence each day what you did to fulfill your goal or what you didn't do to fulfill your goal and what you want to do tomorrow or whatever. Um, and it can also just like be something that excites you to keep moving forward. I mean, it can def- it's, it's also like a mode of encouragement. So if mm-hmm. you're writing to yourself, you can kind of be, like be your own cheerleader. Um, which helps a lot. Definitely. Yeah. And something that's also difficult is accountability. So if you really, if you need to like tell other people about your goal and even keep them updated with your goal, um, if it feels like they're kind of looking up to you or if it just is for yourself only for telling them, if it feels like someone knows about your goal, so then you have to accomplish it. If that's one way that motivates you, then do that. I mean, like, tell your mom or whatever what your goal is, Mm -hmm. and then call her each week and tell her how your goal is going, even if she doesn't really care. (laughs) It might help you to keep going with it. Right. And I think it's good here to know yourself and know what would help you to keep your resolution or your goal or your habit, because some people, I think, will do a lot better if they have an accountability partner or group. And then for some people, that probably would not help so much. That might stress them out or make them not want to do it. We talked about that a little bit with Rebecca, too. And we talked about kind of how we, the different ways that we respond to internal and external motivation. Right. So For sure. So knowing what would work for you or having a an educated guess of what will work for you is really helpful. Yeah. Well, and going back to journaling, like that can be another method of accountability too. Um, Mm -hmm. Because sometimes for people writing in a journal is like talking to another person, but yet it's not actually like another human being or anything that you have to rely on. It's just like, if it's on paper, then it feels more concrete to them. And so for some people that might be a better way to keep themselves accountable. 
than yeah. relying on like other humans. Yeah. Well, this is reminding me of in Gretchen Rubin's book, The Happiness Project. She she set like kind of monthly resolutions. So she went through the year and like January's resolutions focused on one particular aspect of her life. And then she moved on to a new aspect of her life in February. And she made trackers for every month. So she would have like three different things that she was going to do every day. But she would make a chart so that she could write a little X if she did it. And she said in her book that was like the number one thing that helped her keep those resolutions. So if that's something that might work for you, it's definitely worth trying. Definitely. Yeah. So that could be keeping a chart like that or like you said, kind of writing a couple sentences about how you did follow through or didn't and what you want to do tomorrow or writing down your motivation. Yeah. No, Maria and I both have bullet journals, and I know that um, bullet journals can be really helpful with, like, creating trackers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have a bullet journal or if you don't know what it is, there's a website online that we can post in the show notes um, that explains a bullet journal and its methods. But also, there are so many Pinterest boards on bullet journaling that I would recommend. And there's a lot of, um, like, spreads that people have created. So you can take other people's spreads for um, goal achieving. And sometimes that can be really helpful um, if you create something that is a little more creative, like your tracker itself, then it can keep you, like, more excited for doing it. Like, if you Mm -hmm. write your tracker in, like, pretty colors every day, then in the evening when you want to fill it in, then you're, like, more excited to fill it in. And if that is what's going to motivate you to keep doing your goal, then, like, great. Yeah. The other thing that I like that I've seen a lot of people do with bullet journals is, like, when people use them kind of as a planner or go through month by month, often people will do sort of a end-of-month reflection, like what went well, what didn't well. So I think that could also be a really good way to check in with yourself on how you're doing with these habits that you're trying to implement that's a really good idea yeah no i I think keeping updates of yourself whether it be like every week or every month or whatever is another good way to like just check in and keep yourself accountable yeah Yeah. because i think time can just pass so quickly and we think we have so much time to get stuff done or to like get where we want to B, and it's helpful, I think, to just stop and, like, kind of notice time passing and check in with yourself instead of putting something off until you've realized that you've put it off for a whole year, because that happens sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and one other thing that um, kind of goes along with accountability, if these things might not work for you... Um, One thing that I know helps some people is instead of, like, telling other people about your goal, um, it's thinking about one or two people that you love in your life um, that fulfilling your goal will benefit. So um, how your goal won't just benefit yourself, but how it will benefit others. And then not just don't just do the goal for yourself, but do it for them as well. Um, because then you have some kind of intrinsic motiva- motivation to help other people in your life. I mean, you don't have to tell them that you're doing it for them, but if you know that it will benefit them in some way, um, keeping them in mind can help people fulfill their goal if it's not just going to benefit themselves. And that's different for mm-hmm. everyone, but for some people that can help a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And one last thing that we wanted to talk about um, that kind of goes along with our theme of creativity is being creative with your resolutions that you make. Um, Over the years, there's been like a lot of stress on like read a book more like every day or like go to the gym every day or like you need to lose weight or you need to eat better and things like this. But there's a lot of other kinds of resolutions that you can make um, if these resolutions don't necessarily work for you. Um, I've seen a little bit more of a trend towards this right now because I think there is a lot of frustration with like the culture around resolutions right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I know BuzzFeed is doing a kind of series when the new year starts um, that's talking about resolutions, but talking about it in a way that's going to be actually productive for people who are busy and who can't necessarily institute um, like a concrete thing every day, but something to kind of like think about your life in a different way. Um, So there's more stuff coming out that, is trying to, I think, like, promote more creative resolutions and things that you can do for yourself that will actually work. But, um, like, some resolutions that would be, like, a little different than a usual one would be, like, joining a new club in your community or something or joining a new group or finding a new hobby just to find something that you want to spend time on um, or trying something that you're afraid of, like, taking more risks. Um, that can be, like, a more exciting resolution, I think, for some people. Um, and it can be a little easier to motivate yourself to do that. Yeah. I like your idea of finding a new group, especially, especially if you find a group that meets regularly, because I feel like that's something you can take one action right now, like before the end of January Mm -hmm. and sign up for something. And then as long as you just keep showing up on the day that it meets, that can carry through for possibly the rest of the year, at least like the next few months, however long it meets. But that's something that you don't, you do have some external motivation to get yourself there. If it's a a group and maybe an activity, especially that you signed up for, but you only have to sign up for it once. Right. Exactly. It seems like a good, a good balance between kind of a new year's resolution where your motivation is high and then something that will pay off later also. Right. Yeah. It's something fairly easy to do. I mean, again, it's right. It's one action. So it's not something you have to like repeatedly do. It's just you sign Mm -hmm. up and then you go. Um, But that can make like a huge difference in people's lives. Um, And it can bring so many other great people into your life. Um, So it doesn't just have to be like typical self-improvement things. It can be how am I going to just enrich my life more? And that can just be mm-hmm. bringing a new interest or bringing new people into your life as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a really good way to improve your life. Definitely. And I also think, like, speaking of more creative resolutions, there's a lot of things that people do that are maybe not exactly resolutions. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, like, picking words that describe how you want to feel this year or picking kind of one word slash intention. So, and like last year I tried the picking words that I describe how I want to feel. And that's very, I think a lot of people have gotten that from Danielle Laporte from her desire map book and planner, which I haven't actually done, but definitely might be worth checking out if that sounds like something that you might want to try because the idea behind this is that 
like we're the things that we want to do we don't necessarily want to do just for the sake of doing them like we said like you don't want to go to the gym just because you feel like going to the gym you want to go because you want to feel healthier or you want to write a novel not necessarily just because you want to write a novel I mean, I'm sure you like writing, but then you could just write. But like the reason for wanting to do take on this bigger project is you think you'll feel accomplished or like more creatively fulfilled or something like that. So I think it's helpful to think about the feelings that we're after. Yeah. So I like that. And to kind of continue with that, um, now is probably a good time for us to share what our kind of resolutions are for this year. So. Maria, you talked about your one word intention that you're going to do this year. So would you like to share it with us? Sure. My word for this year is strength. And I picked this word in a meditation, actually. I was listening to That's So Retrograde, the podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and they they did sort of a guided meditation. And during it, I picked this like word came to me that I was going to use for my intention for the year. And I the word strength really resonates with me right now. It feels like what I need more of in my life. One that has to do with physical strength. So like speaking of and we were talking some about working out and going to the gym and whatever. I. I want to feel stronger in my body so that I can like go out and do the things I want to do in the world. Like I can be helpful and lift things if I need to and go on a really beautiful hike because I feel strong enough to do that. And I want to feel strong mentally and emotionally so that I can um, like really pursue my goals more courageously if I feel strong then I know that I can persevere even if there are challenges because I I, because I know that I have that strength within me um and that also has to do with feeling strength to speak up for myself and to speak up for others And feeling strong enough to, like, have the energy to help other people, too. Yeah. And I also, I like the idea of thinking of strength on more of a macro level, too. Like, I hope that our our communities and world can feel a similar sense of strength, too kind of come together and help each other and be strong together. I really like that. So, yeah, that's a super good idea, I I think. Well, especially because it's one word, but you've thought it through so much um, in regards to like different ways you want to be strong in your life. So it's not just like, it's not just like strength, but it's (laughs) different areas of your life where you want to apply it. Um, And I think that's, really important um yeah i'm doing something 
yeah, I'm doing something a little different this year. I and I like have done the thing where I've set like a lot of little goals for myself. And so we'll see if like they all happen. Um I have set like certain exercises up for myself to fulfill them. And a lot of it um is journaling. So I've instituted kind of like a morning and evening practice. And a lot of it is like reminders, trying to remind myself to uh, curate certain emotions and actions in my life. Um, and so a lot of it for me is like kindness, selflessness, acceptance, um, and like listening well are the big ones that I'm looking to implement. Um, and a lot of this is coming from my desire to focus on like inner peace and like present living so i guess those are like the things that's motivating me the most i feel like i'm always so wrapped up in whatever i'm doing i'm a big overthinker um and i also get distracted really easily and there's just a lot of things that if i was more centered and more mindful and more present um i could accomplish more things i could be more productive i could have better relationships with people um I could feel like time wasn't going by quite as fast, I think. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, that's kind of my motivation. Now I have, like, a lot of little things that I'm trying to do to, like, keep myself going with that. Um, and I don't know if all of them are going to happen every day. Um, I'm trying to implement them, especially this month. Again, I'm really trying to develop the habit thing. Um, because I've kind of created an extensive, like, bedtime routine for me in regards to journaling. Um, and right now I'm back at school. I just got back to school today because I have a J term. Um, so I'm just taking one class this, this month. Um, so it should be a little more relaxed. So I'm going to see if I can kind of like implement this now. And if I create a habit this month, then maybe I can continue it. I know that if I implemented this all, um, in just like starting a new regular semester, it'd be really difficult for me to do it because my schedule is busier. So I'm, I'm trying to kind of go with the habit thing, but I am in the same way that you are kind of like motivated by one or two words or feelings, I guess it's not necessarily as much like I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to do this more. Like I, I want to read more and I want to write more, but um, I'm trying to do other things to do that rather than just like, I'm going to read this much today. Like I'm trying to do that as well, but I think being more present and being more mindful and developing that mindset will make me more focused. And so then I'll just have more time to do those things anyway. So I'm kind of trying mm -hmm. to go at it from that direction rather than just like, you need to do this more. So, and I think a lot of it, like me being more at peace with myself and more present is going to make me such a better person within my relationships with other people, which is something that I really want to improve a lot too. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. Always a fan of journaling, so mm -hmm. <laughs> would recommend. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and, and I think journaling is going to be an important part of mine too. Kind of like we talked about earlier, reflecting on maybe how I embodied strength that day or that week. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's basically what I'm doing. Um, I just have like a lot of things I'm talking about in those little reflections, so I might have to narrow it down mm -hmm. a little bit, but the idea that like how did you practice this today and i think the fact that like i have to write something down at the end of the day will motivate me a little more to like be more intentional about that yeah, yeah. so that's that's kind of like my reasoning for doing that definitely yeah so hopefully our listeners can take a little inspiration from the things we're doing if not 
um, there's always other goals that you can fulfill too. But we do want to remind everyone that a lot of times like these goals don't work out the way we want them to. And it's way better to like forgive yourself and accept yourself when you don't fulfill your goal. Um, or if you just like get off your planned schedule by a couple days, um, it's better to accept yourself than to beat yourself up like a hundred percent of the time. And I like definitely so much get in the habit of, of beating myself up or like overthinking things again. Like one of the things I'm trying to do is accept myself and others more. Um, so we are imperfect people. Like, getting wrapped around the axle about this is not going to help anything. Right, <laughs> right. So, it, I mean, it is good to, like, learn from the goals that we don't fulfill as well as the ones that we do, but it's okay to not do everything that we set out for ourselves to do. Definitely. That's really good that you brought that up. to hear from our listeners this week what your resolutions are as well as your experiences from past years what has worked and what hasn't in fulfilling your new year's goals and anna do you have a quote for us today so this quote is um by henry david thoreau and he says what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals um And I really like this because I feel like a lot of the ways that we orient ourselves around goals currently is we want like something tangible out of it or like we want to add this thing to our life or we want to change ourselves in this way. Um, But I think what's so important about this is that the process of fulfilling a goal is about growth and personal growth. Um, and it changes not just like material things in our life, but also like who we are. Um, it makes us stronger, like Maria was talking about. And so I think this is another good way to like motivate ourselves to fulfill goals, not just to add things to our life, but also to uh just become a better version of ourselves. Yeah, I like that a lot. Kind of focusing less on just the external things that we might gain and more on how we're going to feel and how we're going to be in the world as a result. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for listening to Never Wear Boring Socks this week. It means a lot to us that you're here. And next week, as we said earlier, we're going to talk about traditions. And as Anna said, we thought this would be a nice... A nice bit of coziness and the craziness of New Year and New Year's resolutions. Because traditions are nice and cozy. So join us for that. Yes, please do. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play if you are enjoying the podcast. And please leave a review on iTunes. You can find show notes for this episode and links to everything we talked about at mariacatherine.com slash podcast slash 018. And Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. We really would love to hear from you all. So please get in touch with us. Excuse me. Get in touch with us through our email, (laughs) which is neverwearboringsocks at gmail.com or our social media. 
Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Never Wear Boring Socks and on Twitter at No Boring Socks. Many thanks to Ben Ramsey, the cheese beast, for being our audio editor. And thank you to him and to Martha Barnard for helping us compose and record the music. Thank you again for tuning in this week. And until next time, remember to never wear boring socks.